I believe that affirmations are not meant to change the power of God or the universe. Affirmations are meant to convince you that what you're saying is true. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Evolution Podcast. My name is Sagi Schreiber. With me here is Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, what's up? Hey, brother. How you doing? Oh, great. And Ethan. Hi, C. Good afternoon, everyone. What's up? All right. Great. So um, we are here today, and today we have a topic that we want to kick off with. And as you uh, know from the previous episode, what we do is we try to start with some topic, but we let it, you know, just go wherever we feel like it in the conversation. Uh, because Ethan and I are mentees of Mr. Johnson right here. And Mr. Johnson answers our questions. And so wherever this discussion will take us, <laughs> we'll just let it flow. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Cool. So today what we want to talk about is um, something that um, Ethan, I'm sure it has been for you as well, but something that really attracted me to, to uh, having Mr. J as a mentor in the beginning, because Mr. J, you talk about um, business success and you had like crazy amounts of business success, but you talk about it in a different way than most people talk about it. You don't talk about the strategies and the tactics to, you know, to, to be like, of, of course you have them because you're a great CEO um, and, and, and businessmen. And in our calls, we do talk business sometimes. And I hear you, you know, I hear your business hat, you know, sometimes, but you talk also about manifestation and how you can manifest business success. And I think that's something that's not talked about enough in the business world, 100%. And everything that's talking that people are talking about is like hustle harder kind of, you know, mentality, like you got to work harder, you know, you got to sacrifice, you got to like, and of course, I guess you got to do these things, but you talk about manifestation. Can you speak to us about that? Well, sure. Absolutely. When I talk about manifestation, can you guys see me? Okay. Yep. Yeah, when, I, when I talk about manifestation in business and getting people to understand the things that I like to focus on, of course, you have to have strategies. Of course, there's you have to have some type of plan and things of that nature. But there are so many other aspects of success that are never really talked about. A lot of success, believe it or not, in my opinion, is happening when you're laying on the bed at night in your thoughts. Uh, obviously, your thoughts are your thoughts, but just hopefully your thoughts lead you to take some type of action. But really, uh, what I found to be is true for me is how I was thinking about myself and in, in reference, if you will, to the manifestation, whatever it is I was trying to accomplish. And a lot of times I just like to tell a lot of my mentees, number one, how do you see yourself and what is truly your definition of success? And uh, a lot of times it's just a matter of right thinking uh, and being patient, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, to let the process actually work its course. There is no such thing as instant gratification as far as business is concerned, at least long lasting, in my opinion. It's always a process that you're going to have to go through. But right. one of the, the, the things about manifestation is simple, uh, thinking rightly, if you will, and holding those thoughts at the right frequency for an extended period of time usually will yield the result you're looking for. So one of the things you said before was like a lot of this process happens when you're in bed with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. um that's a pretty you know in in a business world about speaking people speaking about like you know um business success and everything like that um it, on one hand it's crazy it sounds crazy on the other hand 
you also hear other successful people talking about it. Uh, specifically, I'm listening to Andy Frisella and other great entrepreneurs that have built mega successful businesses. And they all talk about the power of visualization and manifestation. Um, but I think that would be a good point right now in this second episode of this podcast right now to maybe hear your uh, origin story um, about the billion dollar deal. Well, I, I tell you what, I can elaborate on that, but I also want to touch on why do you have the ability to see things in your mind? Visualization. Why is it that all of us as people have this ability to imagine anything we want? I mean, I really want you to think about that for just a moment. If we just understand the great power of your thoughts and that you literally have the ability to think whatever you choose to think, you can see in your mind's eye a sunny day, a cloudy day. You can see a beautiful automobile. You can see yourself strong and in great physical shape. You can imagine anything that you want. And so I'm going to lead into that story, but I will say this, that you, all of us have this ability. It is not something supernatural or that somebody, what one might consider average, can't do. That's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. Children do it all the time when they play with their imaginary friends. You know, they literally believe that they're having a conversation with people. And who's to say that they're not just because we can't see them. But right. what I would tell people is this, you know, how did I get a real big opportunity in business? Uh, it was through visualization, but more importantly, affirmations. Hmm. I kept hmm. affirming to myself that what I wanted to be. And um, what I would tell people, I believe in the power of your words and your emotions. And so it, when someone says visualize something or just you know explain what happened, I can give you context, but there's also the emotion behind it. So me repeating an affirmation to a group of people it serves the purpose in one sense, but what's missing is the emotional content. In other words, the state of mind I might have been in when I was affirming that. What was I feeling? What pressures was I facing to put me in a certain state of mind? So nevertheless, I kept affirming that I'm a billionaire. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly without great labor or toil. My life is simply amazing. Good fortune chases me down. I am truly the luckiest man in the world. I love money and money loves me. I have a lavish, steady, dependable income, consistent with integrity and mutual benefit. I said that for about six months. The company was on life support. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. So when you said that and what you just said right now, you read it out loud from the beginning to the to the end, like every day. How many times? Oh, I said it. I can't even remember. <laughs> I said it all I remember the time. I remember your wife, Marie, who um, on one of the on one of the calls um, in Clubhouse, she came on and she was like, I remember him walking around, you know, the home and speaking that out loud constantly. Yes. All the time. And, and the reason is. This, I, I believe that affirmations are not meant to change the power of God or the universe. Affirmations are meant to convince you that what you're saying is true. Mm hmm. That's what I believe. And that's why I would yeah. say it out loud. I was convincing myself of a reality that I could not see, but only in my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, and then how do you bring what's in your imagination into your this realm of existence, this 3D realm of existence? And I tell people how I did it. Was it easy? It was only difficult because I did not know how to deal with my emotions. Mm -hmm. I did not know how to deal with difficult 
situations a lot of times i would resort to being angry or frustrated a kind of the glass is half empty as opposed to being half full so once i really uh did the inner work so to speak by changing how i saw myself changing how i thought about myself this is very important i tell people you know you really got to become what you see in your mind you want to become and so it required me to change and as i was growing and affirming these things, not instantly, but slowly, opportunities started to present themselves to me. And consequently, they led to mm -hmm. other great business endeavors. And uh, I find myself here with you two guys. But I, I just want people to know that affirmations and visualizations are not some new, new age religion or anything like that. These are actually your God-given abilities. I truly believe that. These are yeah. abilities that we're all endowed with, but unfortunately, we're never taught to use them properly outside of athletes and maybe musicians. They tell, tell athletes visualization all the day. But for the average person in business, can you visualize yourself really being at a high level of success? So. Love that. And um, by the way, Ethan, do you have any any follow up? Yeah, I was say, so when you were repeating those affirmations out loud, mm -hmm. that allows and just for your example, Mr. Johnson, allows you to have the belief that it is possible. And are you saying that it's the belief that causes those, the success and that success is attracted to belief? How does, how does that well, work? I think what we have to understand here is that there are things that are going on that we do not see. But there are, if, if I hear a lot of my young mentees say, Mr. Johnson, you can speak something into existence. And I say to them, if you can speak something into existence, then who's on the other end listening? Mm -hmm. Because if you're speaking something, then something must be hearing you. That's right. Now, whether we call that other part God, the light, the source, the universe, whatever one chooses to categorize it as, I believe in God. So as I say, God and the universe, it's all in a sense operating under the laws of creation. And so how does it work? Well, you must understand that your belief in something, there's a scripture that says, faith without works is dead. And in Hebrews 11 and three, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does it simply mean? That your belief in something, faith, you have faith in your business. I wanna do this, I wanna do $10 million a year. And I have faith to do it. Even though it doesn't appear that you don't know how you would accumulate those type of revenues, you don't know how any of this would happen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, and this is the, the biggest problem with people. You have to declare the end from the beginning. You have to see yourself as if it was already completed. What you're doing is in a sense, working backwards from your accomplished goal. And this is very difficult to people to do because they focus so much in the now. But it is your belief in something. Faith is your belief in something is a real thing. The substance or the matter of the thing hoped for. In this case, I'm hoping for $10 million in revenue is the matter as the substance of the thing hoped for the evidence of the thing not seen. So if I took this phone and went to court and I said, your honor, this is exhibit A. I want to enter this as evidence. Your faith is the evidence. I'm going I'm to put this in his faith. This is an actual real thing. So when a person is believing and having faith for something, it is an actual real thing, even though you cannot see it. Yep. This is very important. So didn't mean to be long-winded with that, but it's the faith that makes it real. The fact that you believe it is what makes it come into fruition is what I'm trying to say. Got it. And so in terms of like your story, so you said that out loud again and again and again. 
And what happened? What was the story? Well, uh, one day I got a phone call. Uh, we were just extremely, we were going through it. The company, like I said, was on life support. And I got a phone call from a friend of mine I hadn't spoken to in, in almost a year. And he had heard about the drone company, I guess just keeping tabs on me or whatever through Facebook, that type of thing. And he says to me, hey, Mr. Johnston, I heard you have a drone company. Would you mind come getting some aerial shots? There was this new, the new Falcom Stadium was being built. And um, they just wanted some shots for you know, the news or whatever the case might have been. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, no problem. I've known Curtis for years and uh, he's a friend of mine. He didn't even pay me, believe it or not. I, I just said, I'm going to go. Something inside of me. Let me let me be more transparent. Things are really bad with the company. I'm literally broke. Curtis calls me out the blue. I wasn't doing anything, but something inside of me. And that's the best way I can explain it. Not trying to sound all mm-hmm. mystical, but there was this... Something just told me to go, and I did. And I'm standing out there flying my drone with all these people, and you know, people were obviously you know fascinated by it at the time. This was several years back, but there's nothing really happening outside of me taking the shots. Well, nevertheless, a gentleman walked up to me, an older gentleman with a fedora on, some glasses. Never judge a book by its cover, young people. Never judge a book by its cover. It's a grave mistake to do so. But nevertheless. This older gentleman walks up to me and he says to me, is that my drone? I said, yes. He proceeded to tell me about his grandchildren and how he had tried to get them interested in drones, but they didn't take a liking to it. He has one of his assistants come bring me a card. He invites me to lunch. And uh, we wind up going to lunch a couple of weeks later. Um, and by the way, I, just to say, most, yeah, people sure. would have, most people would have been even patient to hear the old man and would have waved them yeah. off, right? It's like, yeah. oh man, why are you bugging me? I'm in the middle of my job yeah. right here, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. and, and they would have like not listened. But I think you have that thing where you actually like, you listen actively and you seek to connect with anybody that comes in contact with you. So you probably I, heard I, him all, right? You probably- I, I sure did, yeah. absolutely. And he, was, and he was my elder as that. I'm an older gentleman, but he was older than me. Yeah. So of course he's going to come yeah. on. I was raised correct and be respectful. Yes, sir. No, sir. I didn't know who the guy was. <laughs> yeah. He just was talking to me. And actually I enjoyed the conversation because I'm flying yeah. my drone. No one's really engaging me. So yeah. he came over, we struck up a conversation and <laughs> we wound up going right. to lunch and we had lunch at this nice restaurant. And uh, we really didn't talk about business, believe it or not. Me and my business mm-hmm. partner went and uh, he had a, a spread of food. I got I to gotta tell you this part of the story. It's great. We get to this restaurant. He's already there. Me and my business partner arrived. He's already ordered the food. And there's a table, easy for nine to 10 people, and it's three of us. And the whole <laughs> table is just filled with all these different delicious foods. And we just picked out. And it was so much food last. We asked him, we said, hey, listen, would you mind who takes some of this home? Let me tell you what this guy did. He says, you guys are going to take some of this to your wives? And he said, yes. He says, he calls the server over. And he says, listen, you see all this food? I want it remade. I want you to split it between these two bags and give it to these gentlemen. And the server goes and does all that. And he says, we all ate over this food. I don't want you guys taking your wives something we picked over. And not that there was anything wrong with it, but we were just like, man, there's so much food left. We'd be ashamed to waste it. But that's what he did. Move forward. He invites me into his office. Come to find out this guy has an $8 billion firm. That's why I say never judge a book by his cover. I would not have known that by talking to him or looking at him. I get to his office and he asked me about my drone company, what I wanted to do with it. 
to make a long story short, he says, I had a deal on the table for drone racing for $42 million. The funding fell through. I explained it to this gentleman. And he says to me, don't worry about finding a, a, a location for your drone racing. Go find them all and we'll buy one. Now, keep in mind, I'm completely broke. I said, a mall? He says, yes. I said, how much do we have to spend? He said, $250 million. I leave out of that meeting. He says, I'm going to speak to my attorney. We'll draw the documentation. I'll give it over to you. And he gave me half of it. That's the truth. I didn't do any spreadsheet, no pitch deck, no nothing. He told me when I was in his office, this is what he said. Something inside of me is telling me to help you. That I was, he was about to retire. He was approaching 70. But um, I'm, I'm going to give you five years. This is what happened. I leave out of that meeting. I'm super excited. I talked to my wife. I talked to my business partner. We're all along cloud line. About 30 days later, we have the documentation. The attorneys went through everything. And uh, he did what he did. And we come to have lunch to sign the final agreement. Now, I remember I was saying that affirmation. I'm a billionaire. This, this, that. I was saying that. And so... On the way to the meeting that day, uh, it was about nine or 10 in the morning. I get to his office and he's not there. He's running behind. He's at his rock quarry. And while I'm standing there, um, that voice that told me to come, I'm just telling you what happened. It spoke to me and it said these words, stop being afraid and ask for what you want. I called my wife. I said, I think I'm going to ask for more. And she was just like, dude, just think it's best, sweetie. And I called my business partner. He's like, go for it, bro. <laughs> for real, this is what happened. And about maybe 20 minutes later, George pulled up and picks me up. And uh, we get in his car. We get to the place we're eating. And we're sitting there having a meal. The documentation's right there. And he says to me, are you ready to sign? And I said, yes. And uh, But I said, before we do this, I have a question for you. He says, sure, what do you got? And I said, instead of doing one location is it possible that we can do three locations and he just stuck his hand across the table and gave me a fist bump and he said i can do that mr johnson so now the deal went from 250 million to 750 million dollars he says i have the attorney adjust the numbers it's not a problem whatsoever and just uh he calls over for the check and uh i'm about to get up and just as i'm about to get out the chair that voice spoke to me again it says stop being afraid and ask her what you want and as I stood up, I said, George, you know, we're doing the deal for 750 million. What are the odds of us doing a deal for a billion? You know, he told me, Mr. Johnson, I was just thinking the same thing. And that's what happened. That's what happened to me. Wow. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, from that deal and, wow. you know, all the other stuff that I've been involved in. And I've been, I just feel very fortunate. I, I, I don't, you know, like talking about money too much to people because, I'm a regular person, you know, but I like to teach people how do you become successful? And a lot of it, it's not a bunch of master classes. A lot of it, you need to be in a spiritual gym. You, a lot of people need reconditioning of their thoughts. A lot of people operate in fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, anxiety, all the things that repel success. And even though they're working towards it, they're not working through it. If, if, uh, if you understand what I mean, it's the feeling of every of success is the secret. This is what I would tell all who are listening. It's not just imagining it in your mind. You have to feel successful. And that's why it's so important. Particularly, I say this to, well, to all people, men and women, 
that how you feel is a huge determining factor of how far you're really going to go and have success. And just because you have success, listen, you can have a bunch of money. And I know people who are very successful who are miserable. Mm-hmm. So I don't want us to confuse the two. So I have a couple of questions regarding that story, that amazing story. Um, so one is, I want to take you back to the day where you were, the company was, you know, the company was not doing well. You were broke, as you say. And, um, and you're repeating that affirmation. Um, mm-hmm. But, the, the, you know, there's no deal on the table. There's nothing going on. Right. What were you feeling back then? Were you feeling successful? No, I was not feeling successful. As a matter of fact, I was rather feeling worried. Uh, in Atlanta, my business partner, uh, CJ, he was, he, he was a, a lifeguard to me at the time because he was really the only one I had, excuse me, outside of my wife that was really just there going through the process with me. Mm-hmm. And we used to go to this restaurant on Juniper Street in Atlanta. Uh, and a few blocks down was uh, where all the homeless people were. About maybe about maybe five or six blocks down uh, were a bunch of homeless people on the side of the road. And I would be in this truck and I would be he would be driving. And as we would ride by, I would see the homeless people. And it scared me. It scared me because I didn't have any income coming in. I've never been in this situation before in my life. I was always able to make money. But at this time, jumping, doing it for yourself, not working and managing other people's money. But you, it's all all new now. Yeah. And you're the only backup. It was frightening and it scared the hell out of me. But what it also showed me was how strong I was. Mm-hmm. You don't know how strong you are until you're in a position where you have to use all your strength. Right. You know? But, I, but I'm like, I want to I still take it back to that, which is, by the way, I, I so much enjoy, Ethan, I guess you are too over there, like enjoying the hearing, like the story, bits and pieces. Um, but I want to take it back to when you say you were feeling worried and you were not feeling successful. Encounter that with what you said before that, that in order for you to manifest success, you need to feel successful. So how do you explain you feeling worried, but still manifesting this, which of what have happened? As I stated before, it was a process. I believe that you have to go through those emotions. Mm-hmm. You have to learn not to worry. No one is born you know, a worrier. We were taught to worry. So I had to unlearn. I remember I was saying I had to unlearn. I had to change myself. I had to change what I was saying to myself. I kept, I was the one thinking uh, doom and gloom. Yeah. I was the one who was saying I'm broke. Yeah. I was the one confessing these things. Yeah. And when you speak it and you believe it. So think about what I just said. If belief is what manifested, if you believe this, well, what would happen if one believed that they're broke? Or that they're broke. always worried. You're going to get more of that. Yeah. And so what I had to do, what one day I was in my garage at about 3 a.m., 3.30 in the morning. To be honest, I was just sitting there crying because I was just, you know, all, I was going through a bad time at the time. Mm-hmm. I broke down a bit. But afterwards, believe it or not, man, that voice spoke to me again. And I, when I they said that voice. What is that voice? I believe it's either God or your higher consciousness telling me. It told me to get back up and to try again. But this time when I got up, I was getting up with a different mindset and I was seeking to learn. I needed to learn how to change. Mm. I wanted to change. This is why I tell my guys, the concept of change is simple. However, changing is not. 
Right. Change, everyone to understand the definition of what it means to change. However, being able to go from being morbidly obese to eating properly, that is a mental change. The physical is the benefit of the mental shift in the person right. that you bears out in their life. So when I changed the way I was speaking about myself, um, so, you know, see, things go better. So you changed that way, which you thought about yourself. And so I'm, I'm just trying to understand the process. Um, well, the, the, yeah. Let me, let me elaborate. Well, number one, I started encouraging myself. I started to believe in myself. Many people are told to believe in themselves without ever being challenged at all. It is not till you realize you're being challenged in your belief system that you see what you're really dealing with. And I had to figure out what did I believe, not about the universe, but about myself. And so there, there was a work in process, you know, of, of, of uh, you know, it went from not just changing my belief system, but it was little things, eating healthy. Believe it or not, it was talking to other people and listening to their problems as opposed to focusing on your own. It was being grateful for what I had and stop bellyaching for what I didn't have. So it was really a process of me Got maturing it. as a businessman. So if you say, well, what is the process someone is going to go through? That is so individual and yet the same for all. But it's an individual journey because unless you walk a mile in another man's shoes, you never really know what that person might be experiencing. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hope that clarifies it. It, it does. And um, by the way, you say like you did a couple of things. Um, um, I forgot the name of the book. I will 100% edit in the show notes or find it. But um, there is The Undefeated Mind. That's what it was. There's a book called The Undefeated Mind, which explores how people get over um, depression and, and hard times um, and callous their minds and in tough times. So in tough times, the way people get over it and is very similar to what you described. They, 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 you know, they lay out a series of things that people can do, but for sure, a big one is gratitude. And a big one is helping others. When you're in trouble, you help others and you get to actually like, you know, um, and so gratitude, I just heard a podcast with uh, Dr. Do, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, love that dude. And he was talking about how, when you are grateful and like really grateful and you feel that feeling there's uh 1200 different chemical reactions that um start to heal and restore the body mm-hmm. which is interesting so everything we do is once you know the whole world is kind of like seems that it's against us and we're not really succeeding to go inside like in right. going inside working your character basically shapes the outside um right so it all, like, all starts from within. So all of it. All of it. Start, yes. It seems like you had a good base though. It seems like you had a good base for um for doing that. Where did that come from? Well, I think a lot of that is you know, being a former executive with ABC, Walt Disney, ESPN, and I worked mm-hmm. with you know Magic Johnson years ago and being a vice president of boards, just being in an environment where there's always a very, very high standard. Mm. And it was challenging at times, but by being in that environment and uh, learning to execute consistently on a high level uh, was the basic foundation of me moving forward with my business endeavors. And I had a lot to learn, you know. Uh, uh, Yeah. So uh, that foundation comes from and, and not just business, but my wife, 
my wife is a huge part of my success. Uh, I always make mention of her because she's been with me 29 years together and Love up it. and down and all around. So having a good support system is cr- crucial. And my guys that I have around, I'm surrounded by great people, you know, mm-hmm. guys like yourself, guys like Ethan, Bob Hunter, CJ Anderson, Doug Warner, Ryan Dennis. I could just keep naming on Paul Tauji. You know, I just, I can name so many great people that I'm around. Uh, so it's really your circle, your network, your mindset. And a lot of it is, believe it or not, I'm very big into metaphysics and quantum physics. Um, yes, you're literally radiating a certain energy from your uh, your being as a so-called human being. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are literally, whatever you're radiating, it is coming back to you in various circumstances. I would put right. it to you like that. And that's why I, I say it's imperative that you feel good, you know, <laughs> I mean, ask yourself that question. I mean, how many, and Ethan, I'd love to hear your opinion. How many people do you really think are happy? Not many, I would say. (laughs) Not many. And and, and then when we understand this, well, what is happiness? How do you become happy? Even if you become successful, well, why isn't this person happy? Person can have all the money in the world. The, the, The marriage ends or, you know, they wind up doing something crazy or gets them in trouble, whatever the case might be. But, what I'm looking for is more of a holistic approach. You know, it's great to have money. It's great to be able to pay your bills. It's great to help people. But I think ultimately, once you hit a certain level of success, you have a responsibility to teach and to reach out to as many people as possible, whoever would be willing to listen to you and uh, not just sell them on the ideal of success monetarily, but sell them on the ideal of success in life itself, your family, your health, your wealth your business, your relationships. It really comes down to, you know what, here's to how to answer that last part of that question you asked me before. What did you have to do? It was simple, brother. I had to change. I had to become better. It was just that simple. It was nobody's fault. There's no victim blaming here going on at all. It was nobody's fault. It was me. It was all me, 100% me. And that's another thing we have to learn to do. We have to take accountability for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And this, yeah, and that could be tough sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, I love that. I love it. Um, Ethan, do you want? By the way, um, do you want to ask anything of Mr. Jerry? Like take it, take the discussion in any direction. Yeah. So um, this is a, another question I had. So at the beginning, maybe it goes in the cycles, maybe it doesn't. You're more successful than me. So at the beginning, you you would repeat your affirmations. Mm-hmm. After you repeated them, you had the courage to go ask to, to make it from 250 million all the way to a billion. Mm-hmm. After you accomplished that, you obviously have done more deals after that one. Is it easier after you've experienced and seen it once to keep doing it? Or do you still get scared sometimes? Mm, good question. That's a very good question. Do I get yeah. scared? No, I wouldn't say I'm never, I'm never scared, but I'm always cautious. And no, I've done a couple of other deals after that that have been very, very good. Um, I would say this. You have to find your why. Why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, mm-hmm. I ask myself that all the time. Why do I do what I do? And okay, you get a house, you get a car. You get some crypto, you get some stocks, you get some suits. 
you know, your kids are okay, your grandkids are fine, your wife's okay. You know, what are you doing? And I want to help you. And so is it easier? I think it becomes as easy as you are easy on yourself. How about that one, if that makes sense? In other words, most guys are too hard on themselves, work too hard for too little. This is what I see. Most guys work too hard for too little mm -hmm. and never enjoy or take it easy on themselves. And so if you say, Mr. J, does it get easier? It depends on what you perceive to be easy to be. As it, as it, as it pertains to your life, you know, I'm not trying to overcomplicate it, but a lot of times we ask questions and most people would give a very generic answer. I don't do that because I think most answers require thoughts. There's really no right or wrong answer. I'm not passing a test here, but I, I really do care about the things that I share with people. Is it easy? It's usually as easy as, are you taking care of yourself? Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you doing right by people? Those things make it easy. If, in other words, your character and the kind of person you are makes business easy to do. And the better person I became, the better business I was involved in. Yeah. It's true, guys. You know, I want to say to both of you, you are literally drawing to you what you're radiating outside of you. And unfortunately, because in this world of instantaneous success and Instagram and this, that, and the third, nothing in the world happens usually overnight. When we get pregnant, it takes nine months. A chicken, 21 days. A horse, 12 months. Everything has a, a season for it to happen. So if you're planning seasons of success right now, right? Say you're a 35-year-old entrepreneur, you're a 28-year-old entrepreneur, you're a 44-year-old entrepreneur, you're a 50-year-old entrepreneur, and you plant a seed of anything, if you water that seed and take care of that seed, in time, that seed will bear you fruit. It is the law. This is what I try to tell people is you don't need 20 master classes. You just need to follow the laws in which you operate under in this universe that we're, we're existing. The law of gravity, what goes up? Let's go down. Let's come down. The law of reciprocity. You reap what you sow. What goes around comes around. This, this is the law of how it works. If you fear fearful and, 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 and uh, afraid and worried, then you experience those things. And, and notice these things you're experiencing with any outside stimuli, they are all happening into you mentally and through your emotions. This is why I tell men you need to be better with dealing with your feelings. Because most guys say one thing and feel something entirely different. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't manifest for them. Remember, listen, listen to me carefully, both of you guys and all who are listening. You do not get what you want. I'm going to say it to you again. You do not get what you want. You get what you believe. Mm. Yes. And the law cannot fail. Yeah. It is, it is, and it is an unbiased. It doesn't, it's no respect or persons. It doesn't love Mr. Johnson more than it loves uh, uh, Ethan. It doesn't love Mr. Johnson more than it loves Sagi. It does not at all. It responds to each individual separately based on what they're feeling. You must understand the importance of your feelings. And if you think about it, what are the two dominant feelings in men? Anger or love? There's really no in-between. You ask God, how's he doing? I'm doing okay. How many say I'm doing super fantastic? Just think about it. But just think about it. And when you greet people with that energy, watch how they respond to you. 
You must understand it's you. Life is happening through you, you and to you. You are not a victim of anything. In, the, in, its, in its generic term, there's always victims in a certain extent. But I mean, in this, if all things being equal for you right now, if you woke up this morning, you have every right to be happy, healthy, successful, joyful, and peaceful. You have every right. Now, what you do with that in your mind and what you're imagining in your mind is going to determine where you will be at five years from now. Just understand the principle of what you have and what you can do. The thoughts and decisions you're making today are creating your future five years from now. It is just that simple. Uh, you know, so, I, I, I find your practices to work. I actually like, you know, believe in manifestation and everything before uh, I met you. But, you know, you're just proving to me like that it, that it is, you know, alive. You're alive proof of that. And, um, and the funny thing that happened to me recently is not recently, this freaking week, this week, um, I had a client who was, I, I was seeing that we're, uh, behind or we're uh, sorry we're ahead of their development team in the design in my business uh which by the way to anybody who doesn't know i run a ui ux design agency that helps startups with their uh design their apps so we're in working with a startup and the startup we designed pretty quickly and my designer was ahead of the development team and so i knew this client might stop us from working together because they can't just keep us designing things when the development team is done implementing them and so it happened I got a message from this guy um, this Sunday and he said, you know, we're stopping development right now. So uh, we're stopping design right now because, you know, we're, we're behind with the development. And, um, and sometimes this is like a huge kind of like, oh my God, like a client, like Sagi of like two years ago, three years ago would be, oh my God, this is like a huge profitable client. Like I can't believe I'm losing, you know, one client like that. And I was like, well, a good client will come a day later. I get a message from a client who I worked with before. He is um, the the ex uh, the the ex CEO of Waze. You know Waze. Mm-hmm. Ex CEO of Waze. That's huge, man. Good and, for you. Uh, and I worked with him before with that specific designer that we're working with this client. And he's like, "Yo, man, like, are, do you have any designers available?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're open for business." And actually, the designer you worked with last time, he's available now. And he's like. Awesome. Give me, let's start right now. Like, and they started working together. Like, this is like, it just can't be a coincidence. These kind of things. I was relaxed. I, I knew a client was come, you know, and I was like, well, a great client would come and, and here we go. And it's just, I, I believe these things actually work, you know, because I'm seeing it happen. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's all true. And unfortunately it's, it, there's nothing new that's being taught in 2022 that wasn't around you know a thousand years ago what's happening now the knowledge is now being revealed it's been hidden for so long from people people don't know why they can imagine things but everything you see around you at one time was was a thought the cell phone the computer the you know the thermal coffee cup at one time it existed as a thought in someone's mind and only difference is whatever choices that they made in order to bring their thought into this realm of existence. Even all of us speaking at this moment, you're going to put this podcast out and hopefully people are watching and getting something from it. But what I see looking at my guys, is I see a designer, I see a financial services guy. And if the world knew how good you guys were, you know, and that is the world never shows those who 
don't reach a certain level of success. It's only showing those, I guess, who are at the very top of it, which is fine and dandy. But there are a million other people who are equally as talented, have equal amounts of abilities that they can bring to the market and to really service and to create great things for people. So I'll just say that to the guys who are going to watch this podcast. My guy, Ethan Heisey, and my guy, Sagi Schreiber, two great gentlemen. Of course, they're my mentees, but they're great guys. They're great businessmen. And that they're good businessmen. Another thing I would say to people is you want to do business with good people. This is another thing. Don't do business with everybody. This is everybody cannot go where you're going. I found this out the hard way. So hopefully (laughs) something from that. Everyone is not meant to go where you're going. All money is not good money. You want to hopefully align with great people. But at the same time, don't let your emotions interfere with business because your emotions can keep you impoverished. So you just really want to create a, a good sense of balance in your life and uh, move accordingly. So, you know, I hope that anyone who's listening that this message has helped them. You can change your life. Your life is not over. I don't I had to come out the mud and I don't I don't have a problem telling people my story. And I'm not looking for no sympathy from anyone. As a matter of fact, I'm glad I went through what I went through because it enabled me to be where I'm at today. But no matter where you are in life, know that you can change your life. Your life is worth living. You have everything you need. You say, well, Mr. Johnson, what do, I, what do I have? Who you are is good enough. Believe in yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Build yourself up. And above us, prayer, meditation, all those things, even though they might be ancient in principle, are equally as relevant today. There is a part to be played in your spiritual development as, as, as well as your monetary gain, if you will. So don't be uh, worldly rich, but spiritually bankrupt. Love it. <laughs> I love it. And so that we can wrap up with that because that's it. Like we have a hard stop. So All right. um, I think it was a great uh, episode. Guys, if you're listening to this right now and you got value out of it and you enjoyed Mr. J's story and you enjoyed everything that we just shared with you here, please. Be sure to share it. That's, you know, that's our fee for the show, right? Share it with anybody that you can and rate us also, please, if you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, that would mean the world to us because that means more people would actually pick this up as a new podcast. Getting ratings is huge for the algorithm. So just so you know, it really, really help us. Um, One more thing that you can do, take a snapshot right now, share it on social media, wherever you can store your stories, your feed, wherever you can just share it and tag us. Um, so we got uh, Terrence X. Johnson, Ethan P. Heisey, um, Exponential Freedom, and at Sagi Schreiber. Um, and so hope you enjoyed the show again, everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, guys. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Peace out.